Glory to God. I know that last Thursday we had a second uh, part two or a second teaching on um, the place of the Holy Ghost when it comes to soul winning. But in the early hours of today, the, the Lord brought something to me and I want to start sharing with you. If I had my way, I should sit in church with you for about five hours to finish what I have. But since you will not give me my way, I will do the little I can. But I want to give an assignment for this week. The book of Philippines, God Paul's letter to the church in Philippia. I want you to take your time to study it. You will need to take everything you see about the right attitude for the right atmosphere for the harvest to be contained. Amen. Now imagine a woman who has gone through what they call nine month journey. It's never true. It's never true. They will argue and but it's not true. Um, you want to hear my side of the issue, meet me at the office. It's not nine months. Is there anybody who wants to doubt what I'm saying? So I, I know that you are doubting, then you meet over there. When I explain and you understand, you pay. Praise God. But it's a lengthy thing. They go through all manner of things. All manner of things. If you have stayed with a pregnant woman before you understand. Some strange attitude. A friend's wife pregnant with the first child. She'll be there. I will eat chicken. We'll go and buy chicken. Prepare the thing. By the time we are done, I don't like it. I want pepper and sardine. I was the only person enjoying the moment because you eat the chicken, I will eat it. If you don't like the sardine, I will continue. <laughs> All in the name of pregnancy. Hmm? Rain falls and the, the, the dust, you know, the, the scent of the dust is rising up. That's the one they want to breathe in. That should make the men see the kind of things they go through all this period. If they go through all these challenges and eventually they are delivered of the baby or babies, only for them to come to realize that there's nowhere to take the children to. What do you think will happen to them? No place. Their children have been born to the world, but they have no place in the world. The pain at that point will be much more than whatever they have seen before. The same is what we're doing here, going out to bring souls into the kingdom. We are going week after week, day after day, what happens to the people that God will give to us when they come in here? One of the challenges about soul winning is the issue of retention. Retention is a huge problem, but it is not supposed to be a problem. 
It is all about the atmosphere the people meet in the church. The attitude of the people that they meet. And attitude has a way of creating an atmosphere that may be permanent and because they become a culture that will be transferred from one generation to the other. So you go into an assembly or a group of people and you have a culture and that culture is like a spirit that exists in the place. There's nothing you can do to change it. And that is what I want us to look at from the book of Philippians. We go out by the grace of God, we win souls and we bring them here. And the atmosphere is not good for them. They will not stay. What is God expecting from us? Hallelujah. All right. So we are, we are looking, that's what we're looking at now, the atmosphere, the right atmosphere, the right attitude, receiving and keeping the harvest. That's the focus. Receiving and keeping the harvest. No farmer goes to do harvesting and now leaves the, the harvest, you know, in the hands of goats and the rest of them just devoid to be so disheartening. What are we to do? As you go through this book of Philippians, you are going to gather a lot of things. But I will mention a few of them today by reason of time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Verse 9 of chapter 1. And this I pray that your love may do what? That your love may do what? Still what? Can we read that together? Is anybody with a passion? Give the microphone, please. Whoever is going to read. Hallelujah. Continue to pray for I. Okay, I continue to pray for your love to grow and increase beyond measure, bringing you into the rich revelation of spiritual insight in all things. Go ahead. Verse 10. Yeah. This will enable you to choose the most excellent way of all, yeah. becoming pure and without offense until the unveiling of Christ. Yes, go ahead. And you will be filled completely with the fruits of righteousness that are found in Jesus, the anointed one, bringing great praise and glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, where is the key? Verse 9. Apostle Paul says, I pray for your love to grow. For who, what to grow? Your love. To grow and increase beyond measure. You are hating the God dimension of love. Let it grow and go beyond measure. Bringing you into the rich revelation of spiritual insight in all things. The key is your love. I know I've talked about these things 
a few times here. But overdose, spiritual overdose does not kill. <laughs> it's only profitable. I pray for your love to do what? To grow. Not just to grow, but to grow beyond measure. Let it increase beyond measure. So you'll be brought to a new dimension of living which is purely spiritual. So you see a person, the face is not calmly to you. Naturally, you shouldn't like that person. But when you are flowing at that level, that one is coming with one as one of the radiance on the face. That you go beyond what may become the shortcomings of men. The things that repel people will not repel you. They will rather attract you. The things that provoke people will not provoke you. To the point of anger, they will provoke you to love. You have diverse people coming in here. You know, when you throw the net, you are going to catch diverse fishes. Yeah, you don't sort out to see the one you love. No. Everyone that comes in here is a darling. Is what? And you are to grow beyond your natural abilities. And the things that you dislike naturally should all, you know, be swallowed up by the love of God that has gone beyond, beyond measure. If we want to see growth, then there's what must grow first. Love. It must grow first. Can we love like God? Why do you always say that you want to walk in health as Jesus was? Why do you want to prosper because your God is that of prosperity? Why do you want to enjoy the gains but you don't want to position yourself in the light in which he stood to bring you in? Paul said, that's my prayer for you. I wouldn't say that's my prayer for you. That's my wish because I'm also trying to grow. That we grow. Our love should grow. Should grow. And how will your love grow? It is positioning yourself right before God. You position yourself at a point where the love of God will find expression in you. But if we are left alone under the influence of the flesh, there will be nothing called love. It's just me. And me. And me. It is me, me, I, I, we, our family. There's always an inhibition. There's always a limit. There's always a rejection that comes from us when our love is not properly nurtured. If it's not growing, then we don't expect to see growth. Now you take it back to the secular world. You have an, an enterprise. And all you do is to trade in arrogance. The best of men will come in and they'll walk out the same day. Because you are too arrogant. Too arrogant. Do, do you know that 
with all your knowledge and your schooling everything one little mechanic boy one mechanic boy he's been there for just for six months will embarrass you because your car packs up or you know how to open bonnet so you open bonnet and you think you are reading book just begin they look just begin they look when they stand somebody laugh at you and say look at him when you are okay like she was like like a own this morning they look at you you check you check they say they see him now with all his coat then they will send one boy that came about six months ago. Oga, what's the problem? He said, my car is not moving. He said, go and sit down. Try and start it. Let me see. Start. This boy will check this one. Shake this. Shake that one. Shake. He said, come out. Do you see this one? He said, that's your problem. Now you shake it. Let's see. Go and start. You start the ten response. You better remove your coat and give to that boy. <laughs> but this a fellow you may meet at a point somewhere that you will not regard. If, I, if, if he happened to pass by your car and he touched the body of your car, you could react from the front. Who is that person? Can't you see this car? You know what I mean? Don't you see that this car is more valuable than you? Those of you who are boxes here and there, just suspend the janitor and be sweeping your office and the corridors and the rest of them for one month and let's see how what will become of your life. Ordinary sweeping. Ordinary. Now you see, there is a dimension you get to that you see every single individual as relevant to your cause and that without that person you cannot attain the peak every single person including your children including your children I have two grandchildren in the house over there the little girl is just five years a little some few months after five she's the one that puts when my wife is not there, she puts, where's my socks for me? That little girl. The brother is nine years. He doesn't know how to do it. When I get back home, that girl will quickly remove the shoes, remove the socks, separate them, put their socks where it's supposed to be. That boy will be confused. So it's not the age. So if that girl is not there and I miss the two of them in spite of everything when they go to school and I want when I want to, I do a lot of games I've been doing that as a young person to this age. When I finish drinking my water, I throw the bottle somewhere and when they hear the sound, they go and bring new one. They pick the empty and then bring one. Now I'll be in the house alone with my wife. Who will go? So I will tell her I'm older than you so go and pick that, that bottle it's like a game in the house when they are not there I miss them you should be able to miss every single person that you meet those in your homes the ones in the church you should be able to miss them when you don't see them they, you should come to a point of knowing that minus them something is wrong with your system 
So Paul says, that's what I'm praying for. That your love will keep on growing and increase beyond measure. That you now enter into a spirit realm where differences are destroyed. Look, if you can do that one for your business, you'll be shocked at the rate of increase that you get. I came across this when I was doing some work on diligence. See a man who is diligent in his business. He said, this man will do what? He will do what? He will stand before the great and not mean men. And then I came across the issue of the God factor in the things of diligence. Well, I found that diary that I was looking for. Uh-huh. Thank you. You know, the God factor. With all your knowledge, if God goes on break for two seconds, you are finished. The same way your gate man, the man who mans your gate, when he is off duty, you understand what it means to open gate. So what do you do? He is not my level, but he is his level. I should be able to appreciate his level. If I want him to get to my level, I must appreciate his level. He is significant and relevant to the entire totality of the things that you are doing. And it's very important that you get to that point. And especially when we are in the faith and we are running a church like this and want to see multitudes come in, the key is love. I remember in the year 20. 2002 our leader was Nigeria then called us and he said there is a problem for that man to say there's a problem it was indeed a problem what was it he said something is missing in our ministry life what is this missing thing what all the things that you have taught us over the years he said care what was missing care care was missing oh collecting offering yes raising funds yes but care was missing the people that are bringing the money we don't care much about them as ministers so care was a problem and we spent about four days or so with him and he was taking us through these things you may think it's very insignificant. It is mighty. Okay. So don't muzzle the, 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 the mouth of the mox. I mean the ox. That does the treading. The treasure. You don't. The day that one collapses. You can't do anything again. So we began to. Place much more emphasis. On issues that have to do with care. The people, the welfare of the people, and those things are fruits of love and fruits of righteousness. If you look at the attitude of some people in church, you won't do anything. No, you won't. We had a session of giving items to widows, and um, the members of our church, the widows in the church, some of them went and invited others from outside. We are distributing things. In our church, so you also come and collect. So they came, and they came as landlords. They didn't come as guests. 
So one of them said, I, I saw two things of so and so here, and my own is only one. Why? Why do you discriminate in this place? Oh, yeah. Now, it was a huge issue in Abuja church. So the matter went to the mother of the house. And she told mommy, she said, you go, go and settle it. Anyhow you want to settle it, go and do it. Now, the person came, not a member of the church. So ideally, it's not our target. But somebody went and brought the person. And you see, there are people in church also who are over sabi. Over what? What is the English of that one? They too know. They, they don't know limits. They don't know how to apply breaks at all. Anybody that the person meets outside on Sunday, we are distributing rice in our church. On Sunday, invite your friends. We are distributing rice. How many bags have you bought? What is our target? What's our budget? Can we meet the number of people that you are bringing in without caution? And then when they come, they want to exercise their right over here. Why do you give this one one bag and you are giving me half? Is it because I'm not a member of your church? You know you are not a member. <laughs> but you see, how do you tone all these things? It is how deep your love has gone into. So if there's any extra that will happen, you may let it happen. And sometimes it has to come from you, the pastor, or a group of pastors. You've got to task yourself and make sure that the others, nobody goes home without what he's supposed to get. How will you do this one without complaining? Because your bills are waiting for you. In fact, the moment the thought came to you that you've got to put in something to make it more comfortable for them, your bills will shut. We are here. School fees in five days. Electricity bill, ECG, they're about to cut the lines. All manner of bills will begin to scream. They will scream from afar off for you to know that you are not free. The love of God at work in you will take you to realms where favor will meet you at all costs. In the name of Jesus Christ. So this will make you, to help you, it will help you, enable you to choose the most excellent way of all, becoming pure and without offense until the unveiling of Christ. And you will be filled completely with the fruit of righteousness that are what? Are found in Jesus, the anointed one. So, for you to begin to see the fruit that are found in Jesus Christ, then you've got to allow your love to grow and increase on all sides. That is the first major thing that you should take note of. Why is Bishop always talking about love? What else will I talk about? If you can tell me. What else? Hate? I don't need to talk about hate because you came with one. <laughs> and the day you got born again, you came with a load of hate. Hate a day plenty for you. You are a professor in that one. And then Jesus brought you in to the kingdom of love. And you have to grow in this one. Hallelujah. You've got to grow in this one. You know, when I returned from Nigeria, one of the times that I came in, I didn't know how to use Ghana money. Sincerely, I lost a lot of money. Anytime I went to the village and people were asking for money, I was just giving out. 
200. My younger sister saw, he said, What are you doing? I said, What's the idea? Woman of 20 years. I'm a 20 year bad day. What do 20 do? That was my thinking. Okay, I will go back to Nigeria and then to give offering, I didn't know how to calculate the offering. You, you are used to a particular system. Now when you move from there to another one, you've got to know how the system operates. So I'll go to the village and by the time I'll be coming back, even full money will become a problem. Yes. I have to now sit down to understand the city, how, the way it flies. Now I know the city very well. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I know what once it can buy. But I don't know the Naira now. So if I go to Nigeria, I will need grace. If you have lived in the French speaking country like this, could they won the rest of them for a long while and uh, you go back, their prices don't change. Price of items over there don't change. It's not like our own. They are changing per second per second. Oh yeah, you go to a shop in the morning, you buy something, and at noon you go back there, it has gone up. You only tell you that um, the 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 dollar rate has risen. It rose from where? And in which place? Why is it that it's only in Ghana that dollar rate arises at different times in a day? And that's the only thing the business will know. They understand that principle. Not the fall of the dollar, but the, the rise of the dollar. They know it. When dollar comes down, mm -mm, the rate comes down. They don't know that. Down. They don't know. He said, but the rate said, said it's a lie. The, what they told you is not true. It's the gimmick of the government. They want people to think that everything is okay with the economy. But when it rises, they know. What is motivating them that way? It is lack of love. Let me squeeze this person in and out. When he dies, will he come again? So a soul that comes in here that cannot be received with joy, with excitement, with warmness is one that can easily go away. I tell you, easily go away. Easily. At a point in my life, I was... Um, I was a very hot commodity in the hands of many pastors. They wanted me to be with them. You see, one day one woman told me, said, don't follow them more. I was in the Methodist church. But I was a pure Pentecostal. Serious one, not a joke. I wasn't with methods. So all these charismatics and the rest of them, they wanted me to join their church. In fact, one of them got offended. I won't mention his name. He got offended. He was no longer talking to me. So, for me to be free from the yoke of men, I confronted him. Why is it that you are against me because I didn't join you? Are we not in the same kingdom? When you need me for anything, can't you call me? Must you be angry because I didn't become your member? How am I sure that you can contain me after two months? That's the question I ask you. How am I sure that after two months, if you will not now begin to walk me out, 
thinking that your members will follow me when you fast. You fast. <laughs> like one woman told the husband, he said, This man will take your church. You take over your church. Oh. Be careful. We take over. And the man listening to the wife. I'm sorry. I'm not saying don't listen to your wife. But be sensitive. Amen. A pastor knows what I'm talking about. So now there was persecution. Heavy one, heavy dose. Now I don't get persecuted. It was my family that they touched that got me angry. I left. And the growth left. Was that the key for the growth? No. It was a perfect combination. Harnessing our potentials that made the thing to grow. Now I left. People were now asking, why did he go? They couldn't prefer any answer. Oh, it was a very serious matter. If I had committed any... any what word can I use? Any word? Blunder. I don't blunder is too small. My name would have gone everywhere. Because they went from house to house to destroy me before people. And those that they went to are also coming to tell me that they came here. What did they say? They said, We know it's not true, so don't worry. We know it is what? Not true. I have never worked with any man with the intent of destroying that person's work. I have never and I will never do it. I will be a fool to use my own hand to destroy what belongs to me. Is it because my name is not attached to it? The kingdom is my kingdom. So I can't destroy somebody's work that he's doing in one street in, uh, in um, uh, Zongo Junction. And that man is in pig farm. Remove all the pigs so there will be no farm. Praise God. So my wife went to the man and said, what offense did your brother commit that you are waging war against the man? He's even not here. I had gone to Nigeria that time. He's not here. Is there anything you couldn't sit down with him to talk about? That woman was a very wise woman. And the man told him later, he said, I wept. When your wife left the house, I wept. I saw I was a fool. I said, fool, self, those days small. <laughs> but we kept our relationship solid just that we couldn't work together. Just one little wrong judgment caused a little problem. I won't bore you with that thing because the story is deep. Let the love of God be your treasure. So the, the most vile or the vilest of men is someone you can turn around to become useful to your church. Is there any person here that is so bad that cannot be used in the kingdom? There is nobody. The person is born again. But certain areas have to be straightened out. Help that person to straighten out those things. And let him bring his little quota. A little here, a little there, and we are making progress. And that is why Paul is talking about this issue of love. And I'm seeing that there's so much improvement here. These days after service, you know, I don't stay here after service. Most of I don't. 
But I have a way of seeing what goes on here. I won't tell you if I tell you, you will trap me. I have a way of knowing. I see how you gather around people unlike before and chat them until they get satisfied with the chat and you see them off to the gate. Is it not more, more, more pleasant? Is it not warming, heartwarming for a person to come to church and everybody comes around, how are you doing? Where do you work? And what's your family like? Are you married? Some of them, they don't, nobody has asked them about marriage before. Maybe your question will lead to the, the coming in of the spouse. A little love, a little love. A little love that a person is lacking at home is what God wants you to provide. And then you will see some great things happen. Hallelujah. All right, so let us go to 21. Verse 21. Can we read that one together? Go ahead. Two twenty-three. No, 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 no. You need water. We can give over one bottle of water right now. Well, the way you are talking, if it's not hunger, it is lack of water. Can we go back twenty-one? see why I am torn between the two. I don't know which I prefer. 23. 23, please. You fuse that thing together. It's finished. They combine the thing together. Okay, then let's take that one again. That's the two again. So here's my dilemma. Each day I live means bearing more fruits in Each my ministry. Each day I live means what? Bearing, bearing more, more fruits, fruits yes. in my ministry. In my ministry, yes. Yet I fervently long to be liberated from this body. Because of all the persecutions and all manner of things that you have been going through. The natural thinking, let me just go and be free. But something else won't let him go. Yes, go ahead. And joined fully to Christ, yeah. that will suit me fine. Mm. But the greatest advantage to you would be that I remain alive. So, so you can see why I am torn between the two. I don't know which I prefer. Are you seeing one man? Why are you concerned about what people feel? What their state will be? What is convenient for you? Let it happen. After all, when you are persecuted, they, they stay in their homes. When they beat you and torture you and 
So many times the man almost died. In fact, he was taken for dead. Sometimes. But he kept on. He said, I can just go home. I can just go home. Is it not very easy for you to walk from your bedroom to your sitting room? Just walk. I can just go and be with the Lord fully. So I'll be free from all these atrocities and all these uh, black men and the rest of them. He said, but I'm thinking about you. If this is not the love of God that has gone beyond measure, what would that be? I'm thinking of you. What will be to your advantage is what I'm thinking about. That is why I'm in a dilemma. And he chose to be with his people. He chose to be with them. He suffered. He was tortured more and more. But he chose to be with them. It takes love to dedicate yourself even to the people that you are leading so if he says, I pray for you, I pray for your love to grow and increase beyond measure, that is what he's talking about. Friends, let me just add one more thing from chapter 2. Something you are too familiar with. I wouldn't spend time there and then I will end the teaching for this hour. I believe on Thursday we will continue from there attitudes the atmosphere to create to ensure that your harvest does not amount to an abortion but your harvest is kept and properly nurtured so that the people that God brought your way will also begin to bear fruits the love atmosphere must be so strong for them to remain Hallelujah. Imagine somebody wants to join the choir and then they say, okay, they want to try you. The first time the person sings, oh, there are some people when they sing, your anointing will die at once. I had a pastor with me. Ordinarily, ordinarily, anytime he sang, you won't let, you won't listen to him at all. But when he enters the spirit, it's something else. You know the person I'm talking about? So will you now push the person away? So the person can they say no? Say no. Ah, no. Yes, they say no. No. <laughs> the teacher, the teacher will get offended, and the members, the membership of the choir, they won't talk. They'll be pinching themselves. Can you imagine this one too? This one too wants to sing. Hey, now wow, this crowd don't suffer. Hey, everybody wants to sing. They say, they say, no. You think we are joking here? Amen. The moment the person senses rejection, is dead, cannot improve. But if there should be somebody there who put their hand behind the person and say, you can make it, you almost got it, you almost got it. He said, eh, you can make it. You can make it. Within a short time, something happens to the person. And later he will become your choice singer. It is because love received the person. And love nurtured that person. And the good things in the person began to show forth. Everyone over there, the people who are sitting by you, they carry potentials, great things. If all these things should come to the fore, it will build this church and make it extraordinary.
Even Ananias and Sapphira, they added something to the church. True or false? How not to be greedy and not to be a liar? ABC of proper living. The case of Ananias and the wife. Many of them. You, you see, Peter. Peter was talking anytime, anyhow, without break. But it was that attitude that made us receive some revelations that came from Jesus. It was Peter's attitude. Thomas. I will never believe it that he rose again. Who told you that? You like talking about fables. The man appeared now. He said, My Lord and my God. Even the worst of men can be a source of study. So everyone is very important. Tell somebody by yourself, everyone is very important. Say it again to that person, everyone is very important. There's something to learn from everyone. Something to learn from everyone. Glory to God. So finally, let's go to chapter 2. We are reading from verse 1 to 11. You know I think so much. So let us just go there and uh, do something and then we, we close. I've gone beyond my time already. The King James says, if there, if, there, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of, and mercies fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. If there's anything, it will add to my joy to see you that you are like-minded. You are what? Like-minded. Having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. And but the scripture says, Love your neighbor as yourself. Why should I esteem the person better than myself? That's not scriptural. If you cannot esteem people, and sacrifice your conveniences for them, then your love level is very, very low. What do they use to measure love? Levometer. <laughs> very low. Very low. And then he says something in verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, by every man also on the things of others. And then we've come to the mainstream. Let's go on. Can we have it there? From Passion, from verse 5. Let this man be in you. No. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has said before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He has set a standard, a pattern, a prototype, something we look at and we pick. Let this mindset 
become your motivation. What is this mindset? Go on. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God at his supreme price. Yes. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. Are you seeing the exclamation sign over there? He became human. That sign should teach you something. He became human. Something that shouldn't have happened at all. He emptied himself. He was God in essence, but he did not contend with the Father. But he submitted himself to him. Emptied himself of the outward glory. Reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. If every Christian can accept this as biblical truth and desire to flow into the spirit of it so many things will change so many things will do what? will change when you serve you, you don't waste when you serve you rise when you serve you don't waste you are not reduced by service service has the capacity to prop you up and make you rise now let's go on he humbled himself and became vulnerable choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient so, so you are, you are inability to walk in obedience is a personal choice. It's not that I don't have the capacity to be obedient. He came as a man, but he chose to be obedient. But we are not. We always have something to say. We always have an excuse to give. We always have something to explain why we are behaving in a particular way which runs foul with the standard that we have. We choose our own likes above the things of God. We place our priorities above the priorities of God. And we want to defend those things at all times. He chose obedience. We can also obey. We are going in evangelism. That's the moment you remember that there's something you should have done. So you say, okay, we are going. And then, as soon as they go, you take one corner. You are gone. And you think you are smart. You know, many times when you say you are smart, you look so horrible before God. So horrible. That you are smart. Hmm? Smart man. Smart TV. smart smart people don't last they don't have divine backing smart if it's a smart is in the terms that we understand here now then then you have no future smart. 
this is the way to go. This is the right thing to do. You won't do it. I will do it my own way. He don't have any support. He chose to be obedient. Tell someone, choose to be obedient. You know why I'm saying choose to be? God will not compel you to be obedient. You have a right to choose to be obedient or not. And then he has a right to release whatever must come your way. You can choose not to be obedient. You can decide not to walk with his word. You can walk how you want. This is the way I was taught. My teacher taught me. Do you know who your teacher is? The teacher who taught you, do you know who he is? Do you know where he comes from? Do you know that your teacher is an occult man? Has no idea about who Christ is? One fellow that was teaching us Bible knowledge in, in uh, secondary school from two graduated from the University of Ghana came and introduced himself I'm, I'm so and so, I won't mention the name again B.A. Hans, Legon and then he started talking rubbish at that time he was talking good because I wasn't a Christian too it was a good thing, I came to discover later the man was poisoning us yes will you blame him? no that's what he knew academic things are not necessarily spiritual things. But it's good to be spiritual and I think academic. But your spirituality must overwhelm your, your academic academic know-how. It don't matter. Then a person will come and talk Robert he said that Jesus had, uh, had met the person, the owner of the of the, of the of the donkeys or the horses, the donkeys that he was going to use on that day, and had given him the password. That if the person, whoever was sent in there, said the Lord had need of this, then you should know that it came from me. Let him pick it. Can you imagine that kind of thing? And if this person is teaching you, he has taken the spirit out of the word of God. Learn to be obedient unto God. You won't lose anything, but you'll gain everything. Now, let's go on, please. He was obedient. Oh, did we finish reading that one? Yeah. He was a perfect example, even in his death. A criminal's death by crucifixion. He was obedient even unto death. Said so the death on the cross. Obedient unto death. Now, don't, don't try to... They want to cheat me, so let me also prove to them my, my stuff that I'm made of. It won't help you. Nobody is trying to cheat you. They are cheating themselves. Nobody is cheating you. You're not the one they are cheating. They are cheating Christ. Now, go on. Let me finish this one. Because of that obedience, because of what? That obedience. That obedience, you should know, flowed from the foundation of love. God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. That obedience. God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. Add the rest. Because of that obedience, Go and die for these people. They are sinners. I need them. 
they are my own go and die they rejected him still go and die for them they were hooting they were beating he said lord forgive them they don't know what they are doing what kind of person is this are you mumu people who are beating you say you should forgive them you see it takes the love of God for you to love your enemy <laughs> if you cannot love your enemy you have not passed the test of love yet if you do good to those who do good to you you are still a kindergarten Christian say father forgive them hey forgive they went and bought the nails and they bought the hammer they knew what they were going to use that one for they put you over there and they stretch your hand and put the nail they didn't stop they hit the thing inside you say for they know what they are doing they knew what they were doing but indeed they didn't know what they were doing they didn't understand it your love will bring you a point of humility and obedience. Those two things they are twins. Humility and obedience they are twins. When they are at work in your life, you excel. No matter who is against you. Why? Because you have God on your side and he will make things happen. In your place of work, just be obedient. You are the one that applied to work over. Nobody came to call from the house. So if you said you are going to teach in that place, go and teach. Stop all this one that you go to class and then you are doing something else. Especially ladies. Ladies, don't be offended. Go and teach and stop selling things. Go and teach. After the class, go and sell your things. Stop going from class to class selling things to other, other female teachers over there. When your children are inside the class, they're shouting and jumping. And then they give you salary at the end of the month, you collect it. Are you not a thief? You and the arm robber, is there any difference? Those in the civil service, the same thing. In the offices, you go and stretch your legs upon your table. Files are waiting for you. You don't care. You are talking about Chelsea and, uh, and uh, Manju. Well, if you are a Chelsea supporter or Manju supporter here, you know what I'm talking about. And if you are doing that one, stop simple praise God they send you somewhere you say this man speaks my language which one is your language which one ever do you know it do you understand it go back to your language you discover that in, if you really knew your language there's something you will never do go back to your tree and understand some things you will know that you are off already be obedient in the face of rejection, rejoice. Give God praise. I'd like you in the moment to just stretch out your hand towards heaven and lift your eyes onto the Lord and begin to appreciate Him for that which He has already designed for us. Something extraordinary good. Laro shake him ahead of Mohonda.